to McGuire here with the Learning About Dogs podcast featuring Kay Lawrence of Learning About Dogs. Today, rewards, beginning, middle, or end. Rewards. Do we do this? Does it at the beginning, at the end? I'm confused uh, of the approach. I mean, I would assume that at some point it's the beginning. And then you can start For, moving Yeah, into yeah, end. yeah. Well, it, it's not often a time duration. It's the so um, say we're we're teaching a completely green dog cue seeking. We want the dog to eat a piece of food and think that was very nice. I wonder where it came from. Oh, it came from the person. Let me just look at the person see if there's any other bits of food going to drop down. Oh, yes, there is. That moment they looked up at me is the beginning of that cue seeking behaviour. Yes, so that when you've eaten a piece of food, the first thing the dog will try to do is look back, orientate to us and look for more information as to what's going to earn the next piece of food. This is what I'm calling cue seeking. Mm -hmm. So for dogs learning that process of eat, cue, seek, as opposed to eat, wait to be prompted to look at the person, there's a, a difference as to whether they're reliant on being prompted what to do as opposed to offering a suggestion themselves. And that offering the suggestion themselves is their first approach. I wonder if I press this key, it would actually do, oh, yes, yes, it does. I have to wonder, I have to want to approach that. So if my first use of a computer is, if I try that, I wonder what will happen, that should get a reward because you want to reward the desire to try things, the desire to approach Yes, that now I'm going to approach this. Oh, that works. And I'm going to approach. Oh, I get that works as well. And if I try that and that works as well. And maybe on the eighth thing, it didn't work the way I expected to. Oh, OK. So now I'm going to sit back for a moment and think about what the difference was. Maybe I'll try something else. So it depends on the confidence and the sensitivity of the learner as to how soon they acquire the reward. Um, so on the, you know, the tender approach, that little maybe if I try this, I'm uncertain, they will get that reward fairly soon. For another dog, I might want two or three minutes worth of trying before they get their reward. I want them to work stuff out a bit more. But that's that's a lot more further down the avenue. Yeah, that's that's after you've built a big history with that particular. Yes, yes. Yeah. And they've got that confidence and um, reliance to be able to build up their own ability to solve this problem. No, no, don't help me. Don't tell me. I want to work this out myself. Yeah, that's the sort of work learner we want, that confidence. That, you know, you don't want to sort of look like you're uncertain and then somebody immediately steps in and shows you what to do. Oh, what do you learn to do? You learn to look uncertain to get some help. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to our classic phrase of the dogs going, yeah, but my ball has fallen down there. Person, come and get it for me. And I'm going, oh, well, there you are then. Damn. What's going to happen next time? I don't know. Or maybe I won't knock my ball underneath there. That's a good idea, isn't it? <laughs> you know, how many times do you have to lie on the floor and get the ball out from under the sofa? Okay, oh, you've been peeking no. into my life, haven't you? <laughs> you get like person, person, come and get person. my ball while I scream. <laughs> no balls in the parlor, as we say, right? <laughs> yes. Never, never, never. And I have a, an old Welsh dresser that has sort of little openings where balls could be stuffed underneath with feet, you know? Yeah, one of my daughters yes. came by the kitchen the other day and said, why is there a ball on the counter? <laughs> my husband and I look at each other and he says, because I don't want to get it out from under the couch anymore. <laughs> yes, just, yes, yes, yes. And it's going yes. to go into the office yep. and hidden. <laughs> yep. 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 You have a phrase in um, one of your courses 
that talks about uh, 98 not rights. And for some reason, I was reading that and I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you, what yeah, did you yeah, mean yeah, by yeah. Um, you want to get this? You want to get the behavior right. Not 98, 99 yeah, times yeah. later. Right. I mean, you know, every time we repeat something and it needs correcting somewhere in our history, we've done it wrong 98 times and we've corrected it a couple of times and think we've done it. Yeah, so we've repeated it 100 times. 98 of them was not correct. But just because we could correct it and get it right doesn't mean that we've learned how to do it right in the first place. The classic one has to be the typing. So my big don't get it right is if I'm typing the TH, beginning of the, that, them, and all the rest of it, I tend to leave the capital on the H. So it's capital TH. E, lowercase. So I don't release the uppercase until after I've done the H. Bad habit. Mm. But I can go back and change it. And I can even make the program change it for me. It hasn't undone the 98s that I've done wrong. Um, so either I have to go back and learn, change my timing so that it's the release the cap H. So I slow down when I do those words to learn a better habit of getting it correct each time rather than just relying on correcting it because every time I have to correct it, it's costing time. It's only a oh, yeah. few seconds, but it's costing time. So if we taught the dog how to do something and it keeps getting it wrong and then that's not quite right and that's not quite right, but we're still reinforcing it because they're trying, you know, they're trying to get it right. We're trying to get it right. And most of it's coming off us because we've done something slightly at the wrong angle or we've got our timing wrong. And then it starts to come right even if we come right now for 10 reps, we've done 108 altogether, 98 of which were not correct. It doesn't matter how many repetitions we think we've done. Well, I've done 108. I shouldn't have to do any more. If 98 of those were not what you want to carry forward, you've got an awful long way to go to wipe out the 98 that weren't correct, particularly if they were the same incorrect capital H after the T every time. Mm. So this is where you've got to be careful of thinking, I've done it lots of times. I shouldn't have to keep repeating it. If lots of times wasn't what you want to carry forward, you're going to have to keep repeating it until you get 98 exactly what you want, 98 correct. So that well, give me an example of perhaps that you've you've witnessed this or seen this in a um classic ones are wonky sits mm. dog sits but he has a nice shuffle or he sits on one leg or the lie down sit flop sit flop this way sit flop that way as opposed to drop to the floor now the person would like drop to the floor but the dog ends up in the down so if i keep feeding the down he'll get there faster no he won't because he's actually learned the motor skill of going sit flop yeah yeah that clear enough you know sit flop sit flop the dog hasn't learned to lower themselves from their head downwards first it's a completely different action that we want the dog to do just because we keep rewarding the outcome doesn't mean the action is likely to change what's going to happen is the action will become more fixed so we need to forget this we need to start all over again and forget those 98 that we've reinforced that weren't what we wanted and look at a way that we could actually um, engineer the behavior to happen for the future, for the rest of the dog's life, set it up that they do it only that way, 
and start again from scratch, get it right from the beginning. I was so any time you get it wrong or it's not what you want, but you've got to feed the dog anyway because they did exactly what you asked for. It's us that are getting the 98 wrong. It's us that's incorrect, not the dog. If the dog is not getting the result correctly, us as the engineers of what they're learning have done something wrong. We still reinforce the dog and then go and smack our head on the wall. <laughs> Just because we then get it right, we need to set it up to start again. And when you start again, it's got to be different conditions different cue, different place, different part of the room, sometimes even a different reinforcer, use a different hand, you know, just change as much as you can. So the similarity between what was not correct, even though the dog was trying to do what we asked them to do, and what you want to correct, when you start the fresh behavior again, it starts, you can't have a clean slate, but you start with the best chance of the old stuff not creeping back in. Yeah, and slow the heck down, people. Slow the heck down. Yeah, and have a plan beforehand. You know, if you do it once and you go, ooh, that's not quite right, don't keep repeating it. <laughs> Step away. Step, Step away. away. Have a think. <laughs> yes. Have a think. Learn how to avoid those 98 not rights by looking in the episode notes for courses to take through learning about dogs. Thanks for listening.